Texas. They say everything's bigger here, and they're right. We've got big cars, big hearts, and even bigger stakes. This is beef country, Texas. Home to the Alamo, the Cowboys, and the largest military installation known to man. So big, it has a big name. Fort Hood, the great place. It's got a Texas-sized podcast as well. And this is it, right here. Fort Hood's great big podcast. Yeehaw. Always say we're back. This is oh really? We are. <laughs> We've just started, and I've already lost the plot. Oh no! This is a good, good barometer for the gen. Dave is. We gotta do. This is I what mean, we're. I don't know. We've got an exciting show today, folks. We do. Yeah. That's what happens sometimes. You it's still... August and it's hot and it's yeah. Texas. What's well, supposed to be? You know, Animal mm-hmm. Crossing told me that that uh, August is. Some month. Huh? Uh, the fireworks? No, the the apex of summer. This okay. is it. Oh, oh, yeah. that The hottest. This is it, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why, you know, everybody that doesn't water their lawn, mm-hmm. including Fort Hood, now the grass is brown. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brown. Yep. So if you think it's hot, it's going to get hot. You know, I tell my wife that moving here from Japan... Mm-hmm. she'd be like oh it's so hot and i'd say if you think this it's is hot, hot just wait this ain't nothing and but even when it's like at the highest say, oh it is so hot if you think this is hot <laughs> just wait <laughs> even though it's gonna get cooler yeah it's gonna be cooler mm-hmm. yeah you'll still get triple digits in september here though yeah, yeah. that's true we still first couple of weeks of school mm-hmm. yeah i miss snow I don't. Oh, I don't. You, do, you don't? No. I do not. Snow. I hate snow. I, I, I came up with a theory, having been in Minnesota for a very long time. Yeah. Right? yeah. 20 odd years or something. Uh-huh. More than that. I don't know. But uh, so in Minnesota, at a certain point, like fall is very brief. And then it just, boom, snow. And it's going to stick there until April, sometimes May. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's miserable. It gets miserable cold. The, the snow is just piled everywhere. It gets so cold that for parking downtown mm-hmm. in, in the Twin Cities, it's all heated and underground. Right. So, and then the, the buildings are connected with walkways. So it's like one of those little hamster things. Sure. The whole downtown is like one of those hamster cities where you're scurrying from one building to another. It is my contention that this awful, awful weather that everyone must go through brings people together. Mm. It gives you a common enemy to fight against. 
winter? No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no. No? No, you're not sold yeah, on My common enemy no, You know is what? Everybody <laughs> sees the postcard of the beautiful white blanket over the countryside and blah, blah, blah. I grew up in Milwaukee. It's a city of almost a million people. Mm-hmm. You know, similar in size to the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm sorry, snowbanks turn into yuck. Yeah, they do. And they downtown Milwaukee, you know, is not pretty when it's covered in snow. Is downtown it's Milwaukee dirty. pretty when it's not covered in snow? Yeah. All right. Yeah, checking. summertime is great. Just checking it is Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> Summertime's okay. Wintertime, yuck. I don't know. I find there's something just romantic about the misery of it. When I was young, poor, and stupid, um, as opposed to old, <laughs> poor, and stupid. No, the uh, I can remember. And uh, no, we're talking like serious, no money issues. Mm. I had a series of cars with no heater, right, in downtown Minneapolis uh, oh, when I lived my there. Gosh. So in in the height of the winter, I would be driving on the highway, no heater in the car. But, you know, it's switched to heat anyway because the, the wind blowing through the car is going to create a little amount of heat. Right. Put on defrost, one hand on the steering wheel, one hand with an ice scraper in my hand, scraping ice off the inside <laughs> of the car so I could see barreling down the road at 75 miles an hour. Yeah. That was life for Charlie in the winter. Common enemy. That is so dangerous. And, and you miss that. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I'd buy a car with a heater now. Well, yeah. Goodness gracious. You know, back then I was making bad life decisions like I could get my heater fixed or I could buy a PlayStation, <laughs> which is going to give me more long-term joy, <laughs> the PlayStation. <laughs> I can that have a heater not, when I'm dead. This explains so much. It does. I, it's hard to make those, uh, not make those life choices now sometimes, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Why bring up? snow because i miss in it august i miss it no this is the like time Christmas when we need snow the most what's the the, the old movie channel they the hallmark oh they do christmas in july yeah, yeah they do yeah and i'm glad july's over much. well if candace cameron had ever come on we could ask her about that yeah one candace, day we're still waiting for that phone call yeah that's right that we were maybe promised there's an empty chair for either you or elijah one of the two. Candace Cameron we'll or Elijah. Either. Yes. <laughs> if it's Elijah, it's going to be one heck of a show. I'll tell you that. And it'll also be our last one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Next. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> what's the deal with politics? Oh, no. Oh, no. What's going on in your life, Brianna? Um... Well, I, I signed up for the Army 10-miler, the <gasps> virtual. The virtual. virtual I mean, how does that work? Do you really have to run? Mm-hmm. Or you can just do it on your computer? Can you just say that you ran? You really could, but I will not do that because I'm a good person. Sure. But you have to, so you have to pay. So it'd be silly <laughs> for you to pay and then not do it. You have to, you have pay, to pay for a virtual race? Yeah. But you, they send you like the shirt and the items and stuff. And you submit your time. Does it say virtual 10-miler on it? I actually don't know. I haven't seen it, it should. yet. It should say it, it though. Should. But yeah, we have a... We I have shammed a, Army yeah. virtual 10-miler. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, we're doing an, an eight-person team in right. my unit, and we're all going to do it together. But just socially distanced. 
Mm-hmm. So that's how we're, we're all going to do that. This how is, is that going to work? This is like in October, right? Yes, it's not for a little, not for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. But you got to train, right? But we're training for it now. Yeah. So, yeah. Training the sham? No, I will actually do it. I don't, I don't, I don't like doing stuff like that where you like, you just like fudge the numbers. Like, no, I will go and do it. All right. So what is this virtual running going to look like? How do you virtually run? Well, you, you do the time, but just not the, so the event, the race is not happening because of COVID. So you just all will separately run at like a place of your choosing. And I'm assuming you, like they want you to upload like kind of like a, a running app or some type of a uh, tracker. The so you have the yeah. Route. The route. Right. So makes sense. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I've never done a virtual run. I've seen before. ads online where trying to get people to go out and if you like pay them, it's always, you know, money. Yeah. But you join this virtual marathon and then they say, yeah, I've seen that too. Incredibly dorky looking metal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. Well, it's the army thing, you know, and it looks good. The army 10 miler. How long have they done that? A long time. Yeah, it's a quite it's like a couple tradition. decades. Quite their tradition. Yeah, even is. even when we were in Japan, they were sending folks yep, to DC for the. I tried to make that team. team every year. I never did. I, I was did not smarter either. than that. I was the first runner up the last year I was there. Really? Isn't yeah, that ironic? The first runner up. Yeah, but I did not run because I was the a bad part of me was like, oh, I hope. Something bad happens. Not bad, but like maybe <laughs> they get in some kind of trouble and then they're not allowed to go. And, <laughs> and then, then I could go. But they were good. But you know, you can always run 10 miles on your own. You this don't have true. to wait for the army to give you permission. <laughs> this is true. I mean, they're not even giving me permission. I'm just going to do it's it. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. That's yeah. initiative. Yes. Yeah. That's commitment, though. I mean, if she had made the team, she would have got like free swag yeah, and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Here she's paying. Paying for the privilege. Yeah, that's wow. right. I couldn't get it in real life, so now I'm paying to get it. That's great. Well, I would have given you a shirt for free. <laughs> made something, get a marker out. I runned. Yeah. When, uh, at one point, I got in my head that I wanted to run the Tokyo Marathon. I thought that would oh, be a yes. cool thing to do. I wanted to do that, and too. And then I found out how long a marathon was, and I was like, screw that. 26.2. Good yeah. gravy. What's I the wanna point? I want to do that. What is the point? I want to do it at least once. Is that like, what is that in kilometers? It's like oh, oh. a million. 70. <laughs> Think of all the people. It makes more sense kilometers because the miles is like the point two. Think of, think of all the people out there in our history mm-hmm. who have given their lives to invent the automobile. <laughs> Running a marathon is just like giving them, giving them the, the double deuce. When you're running by, what about their sacrifice? Oh, I don't Who think will so. speak for them? I don't think that's what a marathon does. It's the same thing about taking stairs. Think of all the people that died inventing an escalator, inventing an elevator. And you take the stairs. Okay. Have you no shame, America? How dare you? We have fought to be lazy. We have fought to be <laughs> fat. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> and with that, uh, we have, <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> to talk force protection. All right. All right. <laughs>
Yeah, Dave's giving the thumbs up, so I guess that's a go. At how dare station. you? No, I don't. How, <laughs> dare, <laughs> how, how dare you do force protection? How dare we listen to this? <laughs> what does resiliency mean to you? For the folks at Fort Hood Resiliency Campus, resiliency is helping folks help themselves. The campus offers a wide range of programs, each aimed at assisting Fort Hood units and individuals in need of morale and team-building opportunities. Through programs like the Applied Fitness Center, Military Life Counselors, the Army Wellness Center, Nutrition Clinic, and the Warrior Quest Adventure Program, the Resiliency Campus Headquarters is located on the fifth floor of the Shoemaker Center on Darnall Loop. To find out more about what the Fort Hood Resiliency Campus can offer you, look them up on Facebook or give them a call at 254-285-5693. No, I don't you. Come on. You're already singing it. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. When the night has come, the land is dark. So, Brianna. Yes. So, Charlie. When last we spoke, mm-hmm. uh, you were tired because you had gone down to San Antonio. I did. Riverwalk. Mm-hmm. And I, I took the slow way back, so I was stopping in, like, different towns. and. Aren't you and glad you got that out of the way then? I did, because I, I was also in Austin on Monday. Because the, the gates have come down. Yeah, the guillotine. <laughs> the guillotine? Yeah. Thou shalt not leave. Yes, that, that, that cannot escalated go. quickly. I went from gates to oh. cutting off people's heads. <laughs> Just. Well, you know, we take this seriously. We do. Mm-hmm. We I, well, we hope people well, we, do. Yeah. If you're we not, take this if seriously. you're not taking COVID seriously, you're yeah. part of the problem. Yeah. That is true. I saw the comments on Facebook when we announced it. Oh, people, right. oh, but I wanted to travel. Well, there's a freaking pandemic going on, <laughs> yeah, genius. There's a global pandemic. Hello. I, I don't get. I feel like a lot of Americans want to pretend like it's just not happening. Th- yeah, there's like, a lot of that going on. Yeah. A lot in general. Just about life in general. Yeah. We'll just pretend that these events that are <laughs> are not happening and just Yeah. Tunnel we'll see how that works out. Mm-hmm. Not so great. So that's why it's good that we discussed the Hatch Act last last, uh, last, last week. Oh, last week. <laughs> so yeah. because of all those people, yeah. hey, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not political. No. To complain about coronavirus. No. Well, still, as, well, as the, it's hard to as the social media manager. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've been dealing with Actually, so it's much. not been bad. Really? It's not no. been bad. It, uh-huh. it just looks... They know. asked me, they said, what's the sentiment on the, uh, on the post saying that, you know, we're restricting movement? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the sentiment? I said... Whining. Whining, yeah. Whining. Exactly. <laughs> they said, yeah. that's not, I'm mildly we don't have that option in the report. There's no whiny. <laughs> yeah. But I thought, I initially I thought of you, because you do get out, Brianna. I do. You go I do. around. I'm an explorer. Is this going to impact your? No, no. Really? Not really. I mean, there's other places I could go to. There's so much to do yeah, in Bell County. So She's much. outdoorsy. So yeah. there's plenty of parks. and Yeah. 
trails. And it's a low-risk activity, so. Mm -hmm. Bell County is a wonderland of activity. (laughs) A wonderland? I don't know if I (laughs) use that adjective. They're going to steal that. for That's going to be their new marketing slogan. Yeah. I'm going to see it in all the the pamphlets. now, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wonderland. I mean, Bill County is, is, is pretty good. It's not, it's, I wouldn't say it's a wonderland, but. Well, think about it. Imagine if we were uh, post in Rhode Island and got, yeah. got stuck on our county. That would mean oh, like we could goodness. move three feet to the right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Move to the front. No, it's great that Texas is so vast. And I mean, it's annoying because everything is spread out. It's huge. And it's Texas huge. Is giant. But that's the thing is there's also a lot to do. And even in like the smaller towns, like you wouldn't, people wouldn't want to stop by stop in but there are there are really great local things you can just try out there's tons of stuff yeah there's tons of stuff people get so myopic when they come here they're like austin i have to go to a city to have a good time it's like Mm -hmm. no you you, absolutely have you not uh explored the wonderful nightlife of harker heights (laughs) 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 i mean really The way you said that was just hilarious to me. Uh, the well, wonderful nightlife. Yeah, but all those places uh, are closed right now. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. So they all fall Focusing in on Focusing on the important Facebook. things. Yeah. Make it rain, Charlie. Make that's it rain. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of rain, yeah. but not, not really, um, this month yes. is a special month. For the army, military in general, uh, but let's be honest, every month is, isn't it? Uh, I mean, if every month is Always special, something. is it? None of them are special. special. But uh, this month, which is what month is it? August. August. Oh, it is August. No, it's, August. Oh, it's August. It's, it's August. August. What were you yeah. going to say? Yeah. I I don't know what I was saying. I <laughs> I am just ridiculous. All right. Well, thank you, ridiculous. Now, August is. Uh, the month where we remind people to be vigilant of what's going on around them and the bad guys that are out there. Because even mm-hmm. during COVID, there's bad guys out there mm-hmm. trying to... I love... This is my my uh, army buzzword that I've been using a lot yeah. recently. Bad operators <laughs> or bad actors. Bad actors. Well, when you think about it, travel restriction is mm-hmm. protecting the force. That's true. Yes. And the guy here that we have as our guest is in charge of force protection. I know. He's our, he is Fort Hood's Yoda. Wow. (laughs) In charge of protecting the force. Yoda, give us some wisdom. (laughs) Use the force. (laughs) Well, protect it at least. Yes. Definitely protect the force. You're absolutely right. Uh, This month is uh, anti-awareness month. We're... um, we focus this month on, uh, we're always constantly thinking about force protection, but we're thinking, we're focusing more this month on the awareness and the reporting. So we're kind of um, isolating it to I watch, I salute, uh, see something, say something, and engaging the public in reporting suspicious activity and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a faucet of things that are going on this uh, month that we have uh we have banners flying out everywhere. We have the unit uh, anti-terrorism officers issuing out a lot of brochures. Uh, we're coordinating with uh, PAO to get the message out to the uh, community. That's of, us. Uh, Facebook that is you. And, yeah, that's why yeah, you're this here. Is, this is yeah. why we're here. But Charlie, got to tell him who he is. 
<laughs> Who uh, are you? Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. are you? Yeah. So I am Dan Spencer. I'm the Chief of Force Protection uh, here on Fort Hood. I've been here uh, about three years, mm. and uh, uh, Fort Hood being a power projection platform, it is a interesting job, and it is a uh, challenging Mm-hmm. job yeah. uh, but i enjoy it and it's rewarding so thank you guys for having me yeah. well and we love having you on here we it was great to get you on because when your office contacted us they said hey we want you to amplify this that and the other and i said mm-hmm. hey why not come on the podcast exactly yeah. so it's fantastic to have you on i'm going to give you the heads up though dan um i'm going to keep calling you yoda Okay, all right. so, I'll, I'll take yoda i'll right. see if i can use my uh, yoda voice Go ahead. <laughs> oh, <Yoda. laughs> so, All right, that needs work. What are, hey, no, I'm up, up for that. If you can do that for the whole, the whole yeah, show, that's fantastic. Right the uh, next next on the podcast, Frank we'll have Oz, a, a talking not. dog. Yeah. The, uh, what is important to keep in mind? So how do you say stay vigilant for mm-hmm. this? But what does that mean, staying vigilant? Because most people, I think, would say, well, no, I pay attention to what's going around me. Right. So, so stay vigilant and, and I'll give you a good example. So I'm coming from Stuttgart, Germany. And uh-huh. one of the things that they say in Germany that every German is a police. And what that means is if you walk through the neighborhood, you'll, you'll notice uh, people are leaning out their window and they're very cognizant of what's going on in the neighborhood. And they will not hesitate to call the police eye if you seem uh, suspicious uh, if you're violating, you know, they have the 6 a.m., the 10 p.m. rules and things mm-hmm. like that. Right. So I use that for an example of how they are constantly vigilant. And we exercise vigilant all the time. We just don't always apply it to force protection. We use vigilance when we're driving. We're constantly looking at our rearview mirror. We're constantly checking this mirror, using our signals and stuff like that. So if we could take that same concept and apply it to force protection uh, we're just asking that uh, everyone is constantly vigilant in the aspect of um, constantly just watching, observing your surroundings, whether it be at home, whether it be uh, during your travel in wonderful Bell County, mm-hmm. um, or if <laughs> it's, it's while you <laughs> are here on uh, Fort Fort Hood. So if you notice someone wearing a hoodie. In this 100-degree heat, uh, mm. that's suspicious. Uh, so we're asking everyone uh, in their vigilance not only to be vigilant, not only to constantly look around your surroundings and and be cognizant of things that are out of the normal, but also to report those things. And when we report those things, either with this iWatch or iSalute or 288COPS, uh, um it's not always a hundred percent. There is kind of like when you go into school and the teacher will say, there's no such, there's no dumb question. Mm-hmm. There's sure. really no dumb. There's no minor report. Oh, don't that challenge someone's. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's not like you're going to call and they're going to say, really, you're calling us for that. Everything is aggregated data. If you're making a call and they, they're, they're able to capture that, and someone else makes a call, then those things begin to tie together, and we're able to respond to them or at least have the knowledge 
uh, that they exist. And, and, you know, if they are two eyes or four eyes are better than two and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and except that same concept applies here. So if we're all constantly watching and no matter how minute it is, we're constantly watching things that just seem uh, abnormal. And there, there are a lot of things that, that, that uh, come through the eye salute and the eye watch and, some of them are acted upon. Some of them will um, create an action from whether it's DES or any something else. And some of them are just filed to see if they line up with anything else. So that's what we're focusing on. And, and I think that that's a great question that we talk about what is vigilance. Because uh, sometimes uh, uh, vigilance can, you know, people, uh, we have what's called um, uh, gray orange or yellow and red thinkers. Mm-hmm. So we're more of red thinkers because we're always thinking the worst and we're trying to think of how we can react to. So small things to us as a red thinker, we, we tend to um, overreact, not with an action, but we tend to get the ball rolling on what's the worst case scenario. So if everyone were able to provide us everything that they saw, that's, that's, uh, better than a surveillance system. If we had all of Fort Hood and all of Bell County constantly feeding us, uh, this car just drove by very, very slowly in my neighborhood, and he went by twice. That's that's good data, and that's the kind of things that we're looking for. And if 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 we were looking for something specific, and it tied into that, we would be able to use that information. Sure. Do you ever do you ever get any calls about white vans driving around the Housing area, because I've had just about enough of that online. Uh, no, I, I, I haven't personally gotten a call oh. uh, about a white van, but there may have been some phone calls about a white, too many phone calls about a white van. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I do have a question. So if you see something and you think, hey, that's weird, and you call it in, I think a lot of people might take pause because they're worried about if it's not weird, some guy's going to come up to them later and complain. You know what I mean? Right. Is it an anonymous reporting source, or are they like, and your name it, is, and how do I get in touch with you? And It's anonymous uh, based on the level. If you say that you think your neighbor is building bombs, then someone's going to want more oh, information. Oh, you are? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, where do you live? So it's. But if you're reporting a car driving by, if you're reporting a guy that's uh, walking in the neighborhood too many times, or taking mm-hmm. pictures on Fort Hood. And that's mm-hmm. one of the common calls we get here. Oh, we, yeah. we appreciate okay. that. Yeah. We know that our system works when we have people saying, hey, uh, I'm over here by the commissary, and there's a guy out here taking pictures. Actually, that, that's happened to us before, yeah. public affairs. Yes, thing. here comes yeah, the sure they call rolling up to us. <laughs> Who are you again? We've yeah. had a report. <laughs> so, so that goes to show that the system works, right. and that's exactly what we're talking about. And things like that, they're not going to ask a lot of questions. If you just said, I'm in the commissary, the guy is over by churches, but he's got a video camera he's recording, then they're probably going to uh, put someone in that vicinity and they're not going to ask you a lot of questions. So, and, and again, it's if it's a minute question, um, and no one's going to tell you that that don't call us for stuff like that, or they're not going to say, "Hey, give us a report, send us a picture of you. We want thirty year background on you, or anything else." Uh, but if you have additional information that may help them uh, put the pieces together, and they think that it's of that concern, then they may ask you for some information. Mm. So. 
Uh, and you could elect to, depending on, I mean, if you said you saw a crime, you know, but but you could elect to, hey, listen, I, I'd rather remain anonymous uh, in this case. Sure. Traditionally, August Anti-Terrorism Month is also where you guys roll out a lot of your training to the troops, right? This is true. How has COVID affected that, and how are you guys dealing with it this year? So so we've relied heavily on technology, and uh, we, we are what we like to call uh, digitally re- resilient. I, I saw that in an article. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, good to me. That should be your new catchphrase instead of <laughs> yeah. bad operator. Digitally yeah. resilient. Yes. Fort Hood, digitally resilient. So um, we are relying heavily on MS teams. Uh, so uh, since I want to say early April, maybe early or later April, early May, um, we started implementing MS uh, teams into a lot of our uh, conferences. Yeah, we, the Army did as a whole. Had it, a big push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the system, For sure. the system got pushed to our, our iPads, our cell phones, uh, our desktops. So it's a great thing because you sure. can come up anywhere uh, while maintaining the, the social distancing um, and, and communicate and conference with people. So, so this year uh, we were challenged. And uh, we created eight rooms. We provide anti-terrorism level one training, mm-hmm. inside threat training, OPSEC. Uh, we have uh, the inside threat from D.C. this oh, year wow. coming up on an MS team room. And they'll have an hour block okay. with slides. And up to 200 people can come on uh, to that room in oh, MS wow. teams and sit in on that training. So what? we're... Well, can you take a minute here, because a lot of our listeners, believe it or not, are not military. Explain what an insider threat is, because this was interesting to me when I joined the military and found out about this. So if you could explain to folks what that means. Good question. So so an, an inside threat is someone, is, is, if, you, if you use the analogy, is someone on the inside. Mm-hmm. So an inside threat is a colleague, mm-hmm. uh, a soldier. Uh, a DAC civilian. It's someone that's already in the trusted circle. Sure. So the inside threat um, is our concern about the people that are already here. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A little so, counterintelligence. So, yeah. If you might yeah. be passing <laughs> information on to a different country or someone else, you're, you're a threat from the inside. Yeah, you are. So, and there's a lot of um, concerns: the espionage piece, the the uh, violence, the active shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look yeah. at the statistics of the active shooters here uh, in the past, they they have been the inside threat. It wasn't an outside person sure. that was coming in and doing it. It was someone that already had access uh, to the building, to the installation, mm-hmm. uh, that was the threat. And, uh, there's a lot of signs and that's what we'll be talking about in the month of, uh, August. We'll, we'll be, deve- we'll be focusing on some of those signs, some of the training that we'll have on MS teams. They'll talk about indicators mm-hmm. and flags. And there's even a little, uh, scenario they'll go through to, to tell you what some of the indicators. Can you give uh, us a taste mm-hmm. of that? Give us yeah. some indicators. So, so uh, some of your indicators are mm-hmm. uh, financial troubles, mm-hmm. um, uh, loneliness. Uh, sometimes it's, um, um, let me think of some, uh, some other ones. Um, got me. 
so I, I'm trying to think of some of the inside of the indicators. I think uh, I remember some of it. Um, trouble with a marriage, isn't it? Yeah, like if you're having like, relationship problems, right, um, exactly. just kind of general unstable home environment. Um, like a, I remember if there was one where like if, if a coworker is like staying late or. Right. So wait a second, wait a second, early. wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. All right. Loneliness. Yeah. Staying late. Financial troubles. And uh, uh, home life problems you've yeah, just described right. every soldier yeah <laughs> well yep. that's Obviously. military life for yeah. you <laughs> yeah and those those are some of the things uh work environment uh if you have a hostile if you're in a hostile work environment mm, etc yeah. those are things mm-hmm. and, it, and it basically boils down to uh the issues that some of our soldiers some of our civilians uh some of family members have that kind of go unresolved and they escalate mm-hmm. and then it, yeah. it creates anger yeah. um, and then they're they're create they they start to look into actions sure to, whether it's turning whether it's violence right. or turning yeah. against us in some some right. other way yeah. Yeah. Um, so you said you can report anonymously correct because i know a lot of people would be um hesitant to report a coworker, like if they'd be worried that it would come back to them or or they would have some kind of reprisal right Right. And that's and that's one of our major concerns. And even the mandatory training that we have today, it talks a lot about violence in the workplace. And you have the mm-hmm. scenario about Bill mm-hmm. and he's angry and he's showing all the indicators that we kind of mm-hmm. talked yeah. about. And typically in the training, it kind of it gives you an option of what you want to do. You know, uh, would you report it? And if the longer that we allow it to go on, the, the greater danger that we kind of put our um other colleagues in. Mm-hmm. So um, reporting it is, uh, is important, and but there's that fear there. And mm-hmm. so the education that we want to train on is that that reporting it kind of, uh, you're, you're more helping people than you are hurting that person. If you report it, we're not going to come and say, Hey, this person just called, uh, but it'll it'll create it'll draw the attention to uh, supervisors and managers to that person, uh, mm-hmm. so that we can now apply some of the things for resolution, like counseling, um, bringing the person in, getting a feel mm-hmm. for them. When agencies come sure. in, we've had some reports. And when DES arises, because someone gets angry and they say something, you know, right. there's certain mm-hmm. words are going to trigger yeah. uh, people to react. And mm-hmm. and when uh, DES gets on the scene, you'll find that most times they were just angry. Uh, by the time they go over to behavioral specialists or counselor or something, then we've met the objective. And sometimes you can resolve those things. But it's the reporting. It's, the, it's that reporting that makes the awareness of everyone else. Because if you're in an office that's small like this and there's four people, a lot of people um, can't capture uh, the behavior of one person. So that's why it's important for all of us to, one, know what some of the indicators are, mm-hmm. and then, two, to to have the, uh, the courage to report it so that we mm-hmm. can find some resolution. And I, I think it's important for people out there to uh, to keep in mind that, Yes, being in the military is a very stressful job. Even when you're even when you're not uh, deployed somewhere, it is stressful. It is. Um, but the army, or if you're in the air force or navy or marines, what have you, mm-hmm. I don't know about the coast guard. We won't mention them. <laughs> but um, 
they offer you facilities, non-judgmental things to help you relieve stress. Mm-hmm. I know uh, at Camp Zaman, I think, I think, don't quote me on this. Don't put me on the record saying this, but I believe Fort Hood also has an area where you can go just to decompress in the Army Wellness Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like massage chair. Mm-hmm. Just right. You just got to go there and say, you know what? I'm having a rough day. I need to decompress. All right. Yeah. Have at it. Um, so before it reaches that point, there are options for there people. Are. You don't need to turn to the dark side. You don't need to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> go get a massage. Yeah. Chill yeah. out. Yeah. Because what we're learning today is we're watching. <laughs> people, yeah, people are watching. Yeah. Everyone's watching. And, and you're absolutely right. Um, there are a lot of uh, facilities on here, not just going and sitting in the massage chairs, but your gyms. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's also another piece of the, the whole puzzle is is identifying stress. A lot of people don't believe that they are stressed. Uh, if they're not freaking out and their hands are shaking and they're in the midst of a panic attack to them, they're not under stress. And they don't realize that they actually are under stress. Things like the gym, going to Belton Lake and getting outdoors and enjoying outdoor activities, things to kind of remove you from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going out and uh, indulging in alcohol will actually kind of fuel the stress that yeah, you yeah. already have. So, mm. uh, yes. Yeah. The answer is not to cover it up with stuff. Yeah, don't, yeah. absolutely. Don't cover yeah, it up. Address it. Mm-hmm. So compress. protecting the force at Fort Hood, I mean, it's a small city. It, it uh, is. Big difference from when you were in Stuttgart, which you're in a bigger city, right. but you're a smaller concern there. And, right. Uh, so tell me about the, the, I guess, the scope that you guys have to deal with. And, and you also deal with other organizations as well, right? Right. We, we deal with a uh, multitude of agencies, uh, anywhere from JTTF, JTS Joint Terrorism Task Force, FBI, mm-hmm. CID, DES, uh, Austin Regional Intel Center. And I name those just uh, to name the uh, uh, behavioral health at Kredamsey, uh, Inside sure. Threat for INSCOM that's downstairs. Uh, we, we deal with a lot of those agencies. And Fort Hood, like you said, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but but when you're uh, time, physical security, emergency management, or some of the other agencies that we work with, uh, but when you're using those agencies and we're using the, um, the See Something, Say Something program, it is vast. And if you look at the, the blotters, you get a huge number. We got a lot of uh, young sailors, uh, whereas Stugart was more of a senior kind of a place with a lot of seniors. Sure. So you had a different set of problems in the Stugart area where you have a different set of problems here at Fort Hood. Sure. So uh, it's large. Um, and it, and it, again, it's challenging uh, because of the scope of the information. And then, and then everything is, uh, when we sit at a table, every month we have what's called a threat fusion sale. Mm-hmm. And at this threat fusion sale, we have all these agencies, and we're sitting here and talking about concerns and the protection of Fort Hood. Um, so despite the fact that it is huge and it's large and it's 400,000-plus people, mm-hmm. um, I think that the system works. Uh, the processes that we use here and force put, uh, the force protection conditions that we use – uh, we have a great system here. We 
we have a quick reaction to things that 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 happen here. But it, it's always a constant challenge, and it's uh, with social media um, today and um, and the current civil unrest and the pandemic. They just kind of add to the. Uh, complexity of trying to mm-hmm. maintain the mm-hmm. protection. You know, and I, I like the fact that you brought up social media. A lot of times now, uh, being that everyone's connected, people see something and their initial response is to post it on social media. I saw this suspicious person. Yes. Hey, don't, yeah. you know, watch out for the suspicious person. But they should be calling. You know, num- give those numbers out again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 288 COPS, it's easy to remember. Uh, just dial 288 COPS is the quickest and most effective way if you notice something. Uh, it, it also helps to uh, post it on social media, but we would like that phone call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I salute. If you have a phone, download the app I salute or I watch. And then uh, after you get out of the environment, you can pull over and punch in the data. And the things we're looking mm-hmm. for is license plate numbers, descriptions, uh, uh, location, and things like that. Uh, but we 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 to uh, monitor as a whole uh, the threat fusion cells social media because you're right. Um, so in Stuttgart, they said the wives' club knew more things than <laughs> in Stuttgart. Too. So I, that would be the ideal place to monitor. That. So uh, monitoring social media and everything is on phones and YouTube today. So mm-hmm. uh, if we could get those same YouTube videos that are reporting <laughs> these odd things into uh, 288 cop phone calls, it would certainly help us uh, maintain the uh, protection of Fort Hood. Absolutely. Well, fantastic. It was great having you here today. That was a lot of really, really good information. I actually Mm -hmm. feel like this conversation could go on a lot longer. This is a a huge topic. So we're going to have to have you back. All right. Absolutely. Definitely. Yoda, you're going to have to be back back here. (laughs) I'll work on my uh, Yoda impersonation. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we will be back with more stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. After uh, this brand new commercial, a little PSA. Brand new. You haven't heard this. That's right. That's right. I'm writing checks that I can't keep right now. (laughs) Checks that I can't pay. All right. Here we go. Ready? And listen. Masks on for safety. Masks on for safety. In the store. You walk in the door. Masks on for safety. Masks on for safety. Day or night. Look, bad jingles aren't going to stop the coronavirus, but wearing a mask or a face covering can help lower the chance of infection or spread. So do your part and mask up. Or we may just have to keep singing. Masks on for safety, masks on for safety. Be a mouth and noser or else you're a poser. Do what's right, save a life, wear a mask. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast, saving you from coronavirus since February 20th, 2020. Coming on strong on a Monday, I feel so low, won't be long till one day, when you know, coming on strong. How's that 10 miler practice going? Pretty good. Pretty good? Actually, Feeling started, winded? Yeah. <laughs> Feeling winded? I have the program set out. 
Okay. I have, I have it to, to start it. Because I'm taking a PT test next week, so I don't can't you normally run. You normally run. I do normally you are, run. You're fit and outdoorsy. But I don't run fast, though. I'm very, like, slow-paced. don't really push myself. Maybe that's I'm... why you didn't make said team. Yeah, mm. probably. But you don't necessarily have to run this fast. No. Is it broken up between, so it's a 10-miler, and then everybody runs a certain amount, and that equals 10? No, I think it's you have to do it all at once, kind of like the race. Yeah. Like you have to run just 10, 10 miles by straight. yourself. Yeah. The next mm-hmm. guy also runs 10 miles. But we're going to do it together, though. Socially distance. Socially distance. Right. Same time. Moving on, how about that local sports team? Which one are we talking about? All of them in baseball. Will it last? Mm. Uh, I, yeah. I saw an interesting statistic. Hold on. I'm turning to the internet for statistics. And about the baseball, about the baseball, three series were postponed this week. The entire, entire Marlins. Here it is. One in five major league baseball games now postponed with latest positive COVID tests. 20%. One in five. Mm -hmm. Yes. 30 teams and they have three series that are postponed. Wow. So 15 series, three of them. Yeah. It's one in five. Is this going to ripple into football and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You're already having like football players opt out going, yeah, I'm going to sit out this year. Mm. Wouldn't it be nice to make enough money that you can go, you know what? This yeah. Year? Well, you know, I know you don't follow sports that close. No. But like the Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs. Right? And did if, the Chiefs if, win? Yeah, they did. Yeah. If, oh, if Jacob Caldwell Kansas, yeah. was in the, you know, he'd be jumping up and down because he's he's a big Kansas City fan. But they paid him half a billion dollars, signed him to a contract extension. Mm-hmm. Wow. Half a billion. Mm-hmm. What do you think Pat Mahomes did? He said. Turned what? around and bought a piece of the Kansas City Royals. Whoa. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah. So he's the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Still playing. He's only 24 years old. He just bought a piece of the Kansas City Royals. Well. With that half a billion in dollars. In Pat's defense, that couldn't have cost much. <laughs> because it is the Royals. Yeah, but think about it. 24 years old and he's already a Major League Baseball owner. That's true. But the yeah. Royals are the Kmart oh, of baseball teams. Up. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, they are one of the. They get good like once every fifteen years. Mm-hmm. It's contractual. No, they have to. it's they, they do have good baseball minds. They just don't have any money to pay the players. I can't. You know, I grew up in Kansas. I pictures of me very very young wearing Royals stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Aww. when I was old enough to think for myself, that's Missouri. I did well. Yeah, don't tell Kansas that. Okay, yeah. all right. Kansas is so desperate for professional sports teams. That when the Cardinals are doing well, they just adopt them. They drop the Royals like it's hot and, hey. Really? Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Broncos. Yeah, well, when it comes to football, Kansas is not a good football state. No, Kansas is it's a good wheat state. We got a lot of wheat. Yeah, well, you know, too much gluten, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aren't we, like, trying to cut that out of... Uh... The diet. Oh, come um, on, our let's, let's let's get real here, folks. Let's get real. Dial yourselves in. Lean in. Lean into your speaker headphones or whatever. Lean. How do you lean to headphones? Anyway, 
our forefathers and mothers and what have you were not overweight because of gluten. They did not have health problems because of gluten, and they glutened it up back then. There were gluten parties. Okay. Gluten is not the issue. What is the Our issue? lifestyle is the issue. Oh, our sedentary lifestyle? Yes. It's not the wheat. Don't blame the wheat. You blame the wheat because the wheat can't defend itself. <laughs> oh, you mean us just sitting here talking on these microphones and not moving at all? Or typing on a computer terminal is not conducive to a healthy lifestyle? No. Oh, go for it. No, it's not. It's not. You have to get up and go do things. You know, back then, in order to to get anything, you had to do stuff. Yeah. But that sure made a lot of sense, didn't it? Well, I, I think it's just, it's just interesting, like the general, like public reaction to foods and lifestyles and diets because i know for a while it was like you know americans were like no fat you know mm-hmm. you know don't have any calories but now it's it's just interesting to watch it shift well the if, see if what's you acceptable look at the, socially if you look at the commonality out there it is nothing is ever my fault it's always yeah the things i'm so, eating it's always else. the food's fault what's amazing to it's me not nowadays fault. though mm-hmm. is everybody's allergic to so much stuff that oh, yeah. no one was yeah. allergic to when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, it would be yeah. rare, you know, if someone has a peanut allergy or someone yeah. has this or that, mm-hmm. but rare. Mm-hmm. Now it's like one in three people can't eat a peanut. I actually read a study about why they think it's gotten worse. Yeah. They think it's because we, like, parents are able to keep their child more protected from bacteria and like the elements in the environment because you know we have become more secluded and sedentary and and we're not as involved in like the environment and going out so when you, when you're a baby or a child and you're not exposed to like the outside you bacteria end up less healthy. you're less healthy because your body never created the antibodies mm-hmm. to resist common things so that and that's um I mean it makes sense to me like if if you don't like when you're when your body is literally you know creating itself and, and building itself and if you if you don't expose yourself right. to or if if the parent because really it's not up to the child I mean, I mean it can be but you know the parent dictates where the child goes and what it does but if it's like the helicopter parenting or they're just overly protective and they don't let them go out because they don't want them to get sick it ironically. It makes them more sick and less tolerant. That's kind of like with like COVID that. when they were talking about the herd immunity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you yeah. mean, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think when I was a kid, I might be wrong. I'll hear about it if I am. But I think the first solid food I ate was turnip greens. Really? I think, yeah, I think that was mm. the first thing I ate was greens. I'm probably wrong about that. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I'm probably wrong. You ask I, yeah, I have no idea. All right. There's, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. <laughs> Keep the phone there. No, but I I agree. Uh, a lot of people are are keeping their their kids just hold up. They're overprotective. Yeah. Think about even when I was a kid, I'm going out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows where I went? Yeah. Who's know what I? Who, yeah. You know what, what you I had touched to be, and I had to be back. Did. At a reasonable time, or mm-hmm. someone yeah. was out hunting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went on misadventures as a kid that I think today, I mean, it turned parents all shades of oh, yeah. blue and yeah. green. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I noticed that with my kids. They didn't leave the house as much as I did. Or oh, yeah. I had to kind of boot them out every so often. Mm-hmm. Go, Would you go ride your bike or do something? Yeah. That's a common problem Get nowadays. off the video game. Yeah. They know. Yeah. yeah they or, know. The, or the TV and the... That's true. Yeah. That's true. They called it a boob tube for a reason. They don't really call it that anymore because there's no tube. Right. The boob <laughs> yeah, that's flat right. panel just sounds it's wrong. Flat. <laughs> yeah. The cathode ray tubes. Yeah. Yeah. Those, Those used so to awesome. hurt my ears. What? I can't be near them. When you turn it on, that mm-hmm. wine? They make that, that loud, high-pitched ringing. Yeah. yeah. But it should only be when it's on. No, I also, yeah, but like I'll still, like I'll hear it turn off, but then I'll still like hear like a residual it's really weird do you need to speak to someone brianna no we... no no okay <laughs> okay but i'm glad they don't have those anymore because then you'd have oh. to like reset it because the magnetic field would start to go down and then you i think it. you just had a bad tv <laughs> yeah it's probably mm-hmm. cheap <laughs> I, I still have one yeah I still, it's not my main tv yeah as a gamer a retro gamer mm. i Play it on a retro TV. Oh, yeah. yeah. Much to my wife's chagrin. Yeah, I'm sure. Because you know, they're boxy and take up a lot well, of space. I used to be Mr. 32-inch tube TV, which those things weigh well over 200 pounds. Yeah, those yeah. were um, beasts. But now I'm down to a 10-inch. Okay. So that's okay. a tiny little, tiny little Sony. How much is it? Or how, how much does it weigh? Oh, it's a 10-inch TV. It's so it's just a little big. Oh, okay. okay. little thing, but it's red. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it oh, is. Sweet. Yeah, it that's is. Neat. Use it for like a prop or something. No, I use it to play video games. Well, yeah, so. but like, if you, like you want to. And you're not wearing glasses yet. No, well, you I should be. Learn <laughs> to sit away from the TV is the. Although with a ten inch, you ten almost inch? have to sit. Come on. Yeah, I know. I was about to say. No way. No, I sit away from it. I sit away from it. That's good for your eyes. Okay, you know what also is good for your eyes? Listening to the great big podcast and. Because you're not, you don't look at anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I want to remind everybody out there that we did move to the Fort Hood Broadcast Operations page on Facebook. Yes, we did. If you are listening to this, the old page is now dead. <laughs> Long live the old page. <laughs> so we will remember. Dead? Yeah, it's dead. It. it's dead. Well, then how can you long live the old page? Well, isn't that what they say when yeah, somebody, when somebody dies or something? Long the live legacy. the king is dead. Long live the king. Yeah, the legacy, I think. Its legend will never yeah. die. So legendary. Yes. It really lives the legend it while does. it was alive. Thanks, Calf Girl. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Calf Girl. Legend? Mm-hmm. Wait for it. <laughs> Dairy. Keep I'm waiting. Trying to end the show here, Brianna. Dairy. Dairy? You yeah. said legend. Oh, Derry! I thought you were talking Wait about for things. it, Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> oh, whatever. Okay. Well, that's it for this week. Really, it is. Is it? Are you it sure? Is. Yeah, I don't. End. I could ramble some more if you really want. Yeah, we could get your running shoes on and yeah. hit the hit the road, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll have more fun and excitement next week, kiddos. It'll be great. I guarantee it. You have fun with that. Oh uh, yeah! Oh yeah! Because you won't You're be here. You're not going to be here. I'm on vacation. No, Dave oh is my gone. goodness! I thought you we'll just went on vacation. That was February before COVID. Oh, I we'll need a dateless. week off. Oh, okay, yeah. Where are you going to go? Nowhere. <laughs> Where can you go? Nowhere. It's COVID town. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just don't want to be here. That's for great. One week. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. 
We'll bring out the Dave on a stick. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll have Dave on a stick. actually, yeah. we'll make it more interactive. You're looking to bring um, Pearl? Pearl back, right? Oh, yeah. yes. Pearl, the one who tried to take girl. my seat. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you guys can like mm. throw daggers at each other. Mm. We'll yeah, see she how doesn't that like goes. you, you know. <laughs> I'll make it interesting. I know. Should we'll be fun. Feel the animosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So do this. Tune in for that excitement. Yeah. Pearl, the Pearl Do Mabe show. <laughs> Mabe Do Pearl. Eh, well, just Mabe keep do, do out of the middle Mabe of that. Um, but we'll have fun and excitement uh, next week, as always. So tune in and thank you for listening to us. Because without you, we are nothing. <laughs> what? It's true. Without listeners, what are we? Oh. Some fools jamming around uh, tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So that's it. Turn off your thing. Don't go run or something. Don't be sedentary. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Driving down the road